There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, R. We, Kelly's in the house. Yeah, we already tried uh, recording two intros, and the computer crashed twice. So this is the third one. But uh, for all you who didn't hear that, other than the two people sitting in this room with me, welcome to the Key in the Late podcast. This is Jake. Just flew in from New York. Um, Wilson met me up at Beguile Studios, as we're calling it now, since uh, they found out that we recorded a podcast up here. Um, like joked about it two minutes ago. Shit. We're going to stay with it for a little bit. Wilson, how are you doing today? I'm doing really, really well. Thank you for asking. I'm fucking stoked. Are we allowed to swear on this thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. The question, That's the, the reason why. The question, yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. why I'm yeah. so stoked have, right we now. We have an explicit rating, so don't, wor- don't worry about okay, cursing. I'm, like, I'm, I'm sure they probably should have asked me to yeah. do the show. Definitely. I have a dirty, whorish mouth. With yeah. an angelic... Presence yeah. to you. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you said that yeah. before. You could omit that from this nope. recording. There's nothing yeah. angelic about me. No one's ever called no. me a delicate flower yeah. sweet no, in my life. I never said anything about a delicate oh, flower okay. or whatever. Say, you have some delicate flowers growing in your living yes, room. Yes, I do. You are a cacti with very... Prickly points. Prickly points. Are you going to introduce yeah, me? Yeah, you don't know who the hell this person is. So this is Megan, everybody. Hi. Megan Schneider. Devilish, it sounds like, but also angelic at the same time. Oh, bitter oh, pops. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Providing some uh, wisdom of love, romance, yes. and marriage, and how yep. to be happy in life. Just celebrated I mean, you, you know, on your anniversary. Yeah. Or thank about you. To, about, about to. About to. Yep. July 7th, not June the, 7th. Uh, the thing here is to practice what you preach, and so you can tell everyone about this happiness and being happy, but you have to do what you say. Yeah. So I think that's something we all struggle with, right? Definitely, like, yeah. You get caught up in we the day-to-day no, notions, and you have to remember what's important. This is true, yeah. And if that doesn't work, you just go see Megan over at Bitter Pops. And I'll yeah. around get you drunk. Lincoln, and and she'll just, drink. Yeah. She'll drink just, away your yeah. sorrows. Drink it away. You still have that cocktail over there? Yeah. It's cocktail's still on. Nice. And she, Megan thinks it'll kick this uh, weekend. Yeah, hopefully. probably will. Yeah. Hey, it's a gorgeous weekend out, so it's a good weekend for drinking. Do you want to tell them about the cocktail again? Just remind the folks. Yeah, did you, t- well, did you, you tell know, people about it early? We did. We did talk about it a little bit, not too much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, since Megan insists, I'll be more than happy to. So Union Horse Distilling Company paired up with um, Collabed, I should say, with with um, Beguile Brewing. For Beguile, the second Beguile. time. For the second time. Beguile Recordings. And. Studios. Oh, sorry. At yeah. Beguile <laughs> Recording Studios. International Recording Studios. <laughs> and uh, we um, put together what we call the Bourbon Citrus Digital Delicious, which is a f- very refreshing cocktail. That Wilson it's, stole um, from you. It is. I did oh, not steal you. that. Did not steal that. And I, refreshing is I the key word there. Refreshing it's is delicious. The it's a perfect summer bourbon drink. Y'all are thirsty, come on over. If you're not feeling any beer on draft, which I know you will because the rotation changes every single day. Which is cool. Have yourself a cocktail on draft. Absolutely. There you go. It's lovely. Beguiled blonde ale is being used. Yep. Our nice. reserve straight beer bourbon tail. is being reserved. Some ginger beer, some limeade. It's fabulous. And it's really good. Do you it's put really a squeeze good. of lime over it too? No, we don't do any no, we don't, fresh yeah. fruit no additives. No garnish. No garnish. No garnish. No We're low maintenance yeah. over at BP. Yeah. It comes out of the draft as is, which is what yeah. I love about doing um, cocktails with Megan and, and Served Mike over and ice. No frills. <laughs> No, no frills. Yeah. No, no straws either. No, no, no nope. plastic straws. Nope. Nope. We don't even, uh, we do a rotating coffee as well. Uh, currently, we have Passion House on tap. And nice. We serve our coffee in a beer can. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, Noon Whistle actually supplies us with those. And have you seen the beer cans where you remove, peel the yes. whole cap off? Yeah. So that's what we do. We keep them refrigerated <laughs> so it's ice cold can. So awesome. Peel the top, pour the carbonated water out so the can maintains its shape. Nice. And then you fill with cold brew coffee so you're not walking around with straws, lids, and Tell it's 100% that's percent recyclable. That's awesome. That's that. so yeah. cool. Who came up with that idea? Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to give the credit to Mike on that. He's our in-house 
genius. I call him Rain Man all the time because Rain he man. just, that man, I don't know if he sleeps. His brain is always working. He doesn't um, seem like it from the few times we've met. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he's, he's pretty spectacular. So he, he uh, cool I mean, the goal ultimately is to find an innovative way to do everything, anything that we do over there. True. And I don't believe in straws. Um, I've been practicing that long before it was like cool and trendy and, um, just terrible for the world, the environment and the oceans. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you think about just from the Chicago population of how many straws are used every single day, whether it be to stir your coffee or in your cocktail mm-hmm. or at a delivery window. And then that's not reused. You use yeah. one time and then you throw it away and now multiply that over the course of the country and the world. And <laughs> it's something single use that gets thrown away daily. It's kind of disgusting when you yeah. think about it. It is so. pretty bad. I know that there's a company, I think they go by Parlay. Um, they take these pieces of plastic that have made it out to the oceans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, it got out there, of course. Um, you threw all of them out there personally. Well, you know, because we feed our, our rivers feed out into them too. So, yeah. I mean, it comes from literally our from Our beautiful river. river. Our beautiful river feeds into I that. think Rothy's, correct me if I'm wrong, is Rothy's? a really cool shoe brand that I'm considering investing in. They're about 250 a pair. Okay. Yeah. But it's all but it's made all from plastic. recycled really? plastic. Yeah, yeah. And then you the can wash yeah. the shoes if you got your stinky feet in yeah. there mm-hmm. um, from wearing them around and then you just throw them in the washing machine and they're good to go again. So we're a huge advocate over there for just trying to repurpose, reuse. All our materials nice. for the most part are reused. Our tap system was refurbished. Um, there's just a the lot. The interior. Yeah, everything. The our exterior. Ceiling. Ceiling. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything is, is all reused. the wood from Barnes, correct? That's yes. been there? Yeah. Rock Falls, Illinois. I met this guy. I've been there. Called Barn Owl. Gas there. And I met him Barn at Owl. the St. Charles um, Flea Market. Okay. Interesting fellas. They go around tearing down barns of farmers that need them to be removed. Yeah. And then they uh, salvage the wood and sell it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll drive out there and get rid of some wood for you. Um, nice. And we got there. I was expecting to have a scrapyard with different piles to pick from. And he's like, this over here is Missy's barn. This over <laughs> here is Sandy and Jim's barn. That one got taken down by a tornado a couple weeks ago. So a lot of it's on the ground. And we're like, wait, what? Huh? Did you bring crowbars with you? And we were like, no. Uh, oh, so they've literally moved oh, we, the barns. We literally tore down the wood from the barns ourselves, removed so they, all the screws. they just bring them all to their own yard or something, yeah. their own field? And no, no, no. We went there oh, you to went each to barn, it. to each location, each location. pulled wow. down what we wanted. It was the longest and hardest day of my life. Yeah. Didn't think we were going to survive. <laughs> Came back with a U-Haul truck full of wood. So ecstatic. <laughs> Because uh, I believe in authenticity, too. Like, there's something yeah. to be said about a piece of wood that's been on the side of a barn for 100 years. Yeah. Then, yeah. you know, you faking Weathered, it with a new piece yeah. of wood. And there's no right or wrong way. And there's lots of uses where people do that, and it looks great. Yeah. However, I like the story. We're all about the story of Bitter Pops. So yeah. um, we did that, and we gave it to our crew. And we all <laughs> vowed we would never, ever, ever do that again. It was the hardest, most laborious mentally exhausting day of our lives and then about six weeks later <laughs> our guys are like uh, hey uh, we're gonna need you to uh, get us a whole nother round of wood same amount we have the windows open today so and the breeze is fabulous yeah. I appreciate it um, and I've been hearing that sound for the last 48 hours <laughs> yeah why is that AC went out oh, so we've okay. been uh, rough riding it I know it's first world problems but we've had our windows open and uh <laughs> You, this, the wind, the glass really does protect yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. It it's is amazing. your savior. So, um, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Back to we wood. did it again. And the second time we had more people with us to there help. You go. And uh, I don't know, it was pretty cool. 
the guy we bought it from lives off the land, super hippie, mm-hmm. all be, just believes in love and life and Mother Earth. And <laughs> what was so, his name again? Uh, he was Dan the Barn Owl. Shout out to Dan the Dan. Barn Owl. Yeah, yeah. Rock if you're Island. listening, <laughs> I'm sure he is. We might have to come find you <laughs> someday <laughs> in the Him future. And all for eight some other more people wood. listening to this. It's yeah. funny because like um, when you go into Bitter Pops, you know, and you you don't necessarily know it, but if you really just sit in the tasting room area and you look around and you're like yeah this is this this is like no other this place is like no other because it you, you can see the author it just it really oozes out thank it's you really it really it's, does it's cozy. It's cozy. It's yeah. So yeah. Cozy. thank yeah. you we built we wanted you to feel like you were hanging out in your own home space yeah take us through like you that. buy your first yeah. home you try to do everything yourself fix yeah. it yourself you you love it more you know even in the imperfections and so that's what we tried to do at the shop. All of our shelving units, our mm-hmm. ceilings, um, are reclaimed um, tin mm. from a um, from a uh, cattle farm down oh. in South Dakota, and uh, they drove it over in a truck for us, and then we cut it up, How cleaned you- it, washed it, rented a spraying unit. Happened to be like a below freezing day too, so we had a power <laughs> washer. We rented from Home Depot, hosing wow. it down in Mike's parents' front lawn, and. Wow. That was another exhausting day. But, you know, it's like you look up at it and you just love it more. Yeah, you, know? you put it together literally with your own hands. Yeah. yeah. That's something we, to look, uh, yeah, be prideful really of. Cool about and we're, we're, it's more of a community center. I know mm. we're a bar, but you can go and get yeah, yourself a good I, drink from anywhere you want. This is more of a place to hang out, tell yeah. stories, mm-hmm. hang out. We had an impromptu dance night last night. Really? Arthur Murray up the street. Reached out and said, hey, uh, we do a dancing around the town a couple of times a year, and uh, we don't have anywhere to go tonight. Do you mind if we come down and have just a pop-up dance party in your room so what? we can help really get, cool. gain um, confidence yeah. from our, you know, our people Amazing. that are taking lessons? And we're like, yeah, why the hell not? Heck yeah. So they came down, and it was all ages and cool. um, different skill levels, and... They were like, "This is you got to learn how to dance in real time in real places, and so you're not always going to be in a class setting where you have an instructor watching That's over your awesome. move. Like you're yeah. going to be able to just get up in the middle of a room and start dancing." It's true. So huh. they did, did that in the shop. I did not, but off the record, <laughs> that sweet husband of mine uh, for Valentine's Day got us lessons. So nice. we've been taking lessons on Wednesdays down there. Bachata, merengue, salsa. she's saying it right. Nick, shout out to Nick, is um, Colombian. So he's um, he's got the salsa flavor and he's in his blood too. So <laughs> yeah, you should take some dance classes. It's fun. It's hard. It's hard. I bet it is. Just because you think you can salsa get drunk and hard, shake your booty dude. at a bar, yeah. not the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I've never I never have thought yeah, that. This ain't you know twerking at the Concrete Cowboy or Concrete you know, Cowboy the, uh, Old Crow um, Cubs Days Afternoons or whatever. People are probably doing that right now. Yeah. Cardinals in town. Yeah, Cardinals are in town today. That's right. It's yeah. about the ability to be led because <clears throat> we're a struggle. I feel I'm like a leader. <laughs> I like to do my march and beat my own drum, take the reins and ride the bull. This is like Nick's going to decide yeah. when you dip, when you turn, when you spin, go this way. I'm a work in progress. Yeah, a little you're rusty. I always get led dancing. I don't do the leading. I'm not very good at it. So you got to work on that. Yeah, well, I guess so. Dancing I probably should fun. work on that. I'm going to do some do some dancing at my wedding, I yeah. assume. Breaking go on those down new to shoes, Arthur Murray. Man. They crushed it. They're good. Shout out to Arthur Murray. Shout out to Arthur Murray. Yeah. Shout out to this Keep train. Keep it local. By. Actually, I found out last night they're in 24 different countries. Really? It's a worldwide really? company. Yeah. I have no idea. And 24? they really give you that like I local saw it's a local field. neighborhood place. Yeah, so did I. Shit. No. Wow. That's also, crazy. I'd like to mention that there's a fourth person oh, in the yeah, room here about participating yeah. in this podcast. Yeah. 
He probably won't speak, but he is monitoring. Definitely. Um, Sir Morley Oscar Gill is in the house. This so is it's so Morley, not Marley. Morley. Okay, yep. gotcha. This is a Nick and I's fur baby. He's nice. also the Bitter Pops shop dog. He is adorned in a Bitter Pops leeching collar and new bandana. There nice. We nice. He's looking super fly. He looks really good. Yeah, first four-legged friend of the podcast. I thought mine might. Aww. I thought mine might make it, but Sorry. She, she's just Pop too. She's just, no, she's just too loud. I was gonna bring her one time, but she's a husky, so she barks too oh, much. Yeah, yeah she she wants some attention. She just be running across the room and then killing somebody probably. Oh. Not intentionally, just like being really happy to see him. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wilson could tame her maybe a little bit. She's a, What's she's, this whiskey she's we have over here? Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about the whiskey. So Jake can tell you more about this. This is Jake's brand. Yeah, so it's a company I work for. It's a good thing I had it in my backpack because Wilson didn't bring any whiskey. I did bring whiskey. Oh. I have a backpack full of whiskey. There it's you just go. Downstairs. It's just Megan's downstairs. Megan's had all my whiskey. So there you go. Yeah. She hasn't had your whiskey. I didn't even intentionally bring it because I... Beautiful bottle. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so yeah, it's an nice. Australian distillery um, out of Melbourne and just... Uh, launched in the U.S. a few months ago. We're kind of doing our media launches right now. This is Nova. It's the only expression we currently have, which is a single malt that we age in uh, exclusively in Australian red wine barrels. So mostly Shiraz and Cabernet kind of barrels and some little bit of Apera as well, which is uh, the Australian sherry. Now that I'm giving the pitch, it feels like, of uh, every day in life of my company. But, um, well, why don't yeah. you come on over to Bitter Pops and I will. do your pitch there? Th- we can is, get you on the shelves. This is my... Oh, thank you. appreciate that. Um, well, it has is, to be good. Hold on. I haven't yeah, tried yeah, it yet. Yeah, let's there like, you go. Yeah. let's get, yeah. not get too hasty yeah, here. Get, yeah. Incredibly selective <laughs> I mean, over there. You are, yeah. I, I, appreci- <laughs> I, I appreciate that about your, sh- about your shop, though. Yeah, thank having you. it only um, the best oh, of the best. Good. Yeah, it has a really nice nose on it. Really, We like a good story. Yeah, there's definitely a good story behind it. There's a lot of good juice, a lot of great beer. There's a lot of good spirits. I mean, we're very lucky in this day and age to have so much selection. We like to pare it down to um, the good feels. We want to have a story behind everything. The story is what stole me and kind of attracted me to the company. And also just the owner being like, hey, uh, do you want a job? The first hour I met him. So that was always a a good touch, too. Oh, it is good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So Wilson and I will be pouring our whiskeys this evening at Shore Club. Yeah, Shore Club. At Whiskey Festival. But you won't be hearing this till it's after. You're going to wear your boat shoes? Ooh. Hey, he already, as close as I get to best shoes. I don't have any boat shoes. So. I have a pair. I I'm going to wear a Hawaiian shirt, I think. Sweet. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah there we go. You I wear a lot of Hawaiian me. shirts, though. So, yeah, yeah. That's, your, that's your style. That's my style, I guess. That's your thing. As I'm not wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> as I'm wearing, he just got off a plane, everyone. At least yeah. he's not in pajamas. No. <laughs> I changed, actually. I had, I, I, the only thing I had left was, like, nice clothes. So I was wearing, like, a blazer and nicer jeans and, like, a yeah. shirt underneath. And I'm like, I hate looking like a business person on an airplane. I feel like, like... A douche. Let's just say it that you way. Like yeah, but that's what's that? crazy. Back yeah. in the day, everybody, everyone dressed up. It was yeah. like yeah. an event. Mm-hmm. Why can't we get back to that? I'm sick of looking at people in sweatpants Thank that didn't you. shower or brush their teeth yeah. before they get on a plane. I don't want to sit next to you. Yeah. No. It's so funny. Lindsay said that the Wash other day. Wash your mouth. Yeah. yeah. At least. You should smell like shampoo. Mm. Yeah, support a plane. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. especially in the mornings. Yeah. yeah, smell like shampoo or Irish Spring or some shit. There's a couple that walked on. Just I could smell them from, from the two rows in front of us. I don't like like as soon as they got like approached to like our my my row, I was like, wow, that's wonderful. Good, good. <laughs> Come to the people sitting next to them. It's like you couldn't shower today or the last week. Man, I don't know. It's always interesting on flights, but yeah. I keep thinking about um, what you were talking about, Megan, about having to go to the barn and pull off those planks of... Um, of You're just dreaming about my calluses? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wilson loves manual labor, so probably. I do, actually. I, oh, I, yeah? I, I, I do. That's what, I, that's what I've done all my life. I know. I think um, he has the softest hands of any person I've ever felt my entire life. You give me 
shit for running every day and doing yeah. a pull up. I, I give you shit for running because there's only so much exercise you should do in your lifetime. Oh my! You achieve. Who are that you, Donald Trump? You think of it? He yeah. said the scary word. Yeah, <laughs> he sure did. You word. swore there'd be no mention of the man. <laughs> he believes that you only have a certain amount of heartbeats per lifetime, so that's yeah. why he doesn't work out I, or anything yeah. or I walk. Don't, I don't want. I walk. We know. We both Wait, know. So I you walk. believe this too? No, I walk. Okay. I walk every day. <laughs> that's true. Um, you do. With is. anything, especially in our industry, moderation, moderation. is key. Thank yeah. you. Thank moderation. You. Moderation. In drinking and working out and eating indulgences. Moderation. Mm. <sighs> Have not been following that for the last few weeks. Yeah, you have not been. But following. that's okay. Hey, that's all right, man. You know, summertime shy. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't well, been. Well, and you, you're like worrying say. about your wedding bot. It's it, coming up. Yeah, so well, you gotta look at the This best. is only my second day in Chicago in the last month. So oh. yeah, it's kind and of. You're spending it with us. That's so lovely. Yeah, right. I should be cleaning Sweet my apartment because my mom's coming in town tonight. But uh, oh, is she really doing? Yeah, oh, or tomorrow fucked. night. Tomorrow after sometime. I don't really know. What day is it? Um, but no. The seventh. Yeah. But instead of we're talking whiskey and reselling whiskey later. And we're selling whiskey later. Yeah. But I was um I was curious when you guys established wood. um Bitter Pops when Mike how mm. did how did you hook up with Mike? I'm really curious. And also just so you guys know, I love your space so much that it actually is the reason why I went out and had um my bottle stands that I use. I love oh. your wooden bottle stands. I had those standing made. out above the rest. Okay, yeah. I've seen other people have those. Love it. They ain't mine. Okay, I was. Mine are I, I thought they were. Plants. Yeah, I thought. So I've seen yeah. other people have those at shows, and I'm like, oh, I wonder where you can buy those. But yeah. No. Um. Shout out to Kyle. Kyle Perry, my boy. Down. I'm gonna need to get that info, sir. Yeah, man. Um. He made them for me out That's of awesome. reclaimed barn uh, planks, oak barn plank. They're oak, beautiful. Oak blend plank. Makes did you, a difference. Did you tear down the barn? Make them? No, sir. No, yeah, I did not. Don't like he did. Labor. No, he went out and he went and collected wherever he goes down south somewhere down near Carbondale. I'm sure because he went to SIU. Mm. Um, he, I'm sure he brought that wood back from from that area. But that's what prompt that you guys really yeah. did have a play oh. in it because I'm like I I'm love happy. how it all looks. I just love rustic. Happy and to all inspire. That. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah cool. Paint us a little picture of it, kind of what the whole beginning stories of. Yeah. Well, such an amazing neighborhood uh, company. So. I'm very bad at short stories, but I'll try to make it as tight as possible. I don't know if I've ever told one of those. That's Uh, right. But again, you know, working on things, I'll work at shortening my stories a little bit. But basically, um, again, timing is everything, right? In life and um, the way things line up for people. Um, Nick formerly worked at um, a marketing diversity agency for many, many years. And um, I have been in the industry for many years longer. Um, and so we've been together for over 10 years now. Oh. And um, Congratulations, by the thank way. Thank you. And we're, we're about to have our one-year anniversary. Yeah. As I was saying earlier. One week before my wedding. Yeah. Jeez. July. Cool? What's up? Um, Juju. Everybody should get married. It's the best thing I ever did. Juju. Always marry up, too. Yes. As long as you, each person always thinks they're marrying up. You're set I agree. up for success. She's definitely not marrying up in my situation. Oh. <laughs> Megan says that about Nick. I'm like, I can, I can tell. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, I dig it. Yeah, you got to marry up. Um, so, okay. This was several, several years before Eve, we opened. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was Mike. Like two years before The main guy, Mr. Jorn, um, he worked at S.E. Johnson mm-hmm. for 10 or 15 years and decided that, you know, tired of working for the man and he wanted to take all his knowledge and experience that he gained through his career to do something passionate that he believed in and loved in and that could really just change, you know, what he was doing with his life. So 
Um, lots of research and development. He was down in Texas. Hmm. Um, he's from Chicago, came back, and uh, started traveling all over the country, uh, conceptualizing he knew it was something with beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was really interested in bitters, kind of bringing back the old English style of adding bitters to beer. Mm. Oh, cool. um, and he used to have a little blog called Bitter Pops. Really? And it was really just for friends and family. He'll be so embarrassed that I brought that's where the name came up, but <laughs> was, uh, it's yeah. definitely relevant. That is cool. Um, and so he was doing this blog and doing research and kept changing the concept of what he wanted. And one of his best friends um, from work was Nick's cousin, mm. Nadia. And she said to him, whenever you're ready to like go to the next step and you need a graphic designer... Uh, my my cousin's great, and he'll help you out. He'll do he does freelance on the side, and you should meet him. I think you guys would hit it off. Yeah. Well, that was like six or seven years ago. And so Nick is like, yeah, meeting with this beer guy. He wants me to work on this project with him. You would really like him because even before craft was cool, the bar that I was managing was already focusing on craft. Okay, and we were rotating our draft list. Um, I won't mention where I used to work. That's cool. <laughs> you don't um, have to. Or the places, but um, anyways, Chicago. And, um, yeah, so he was having meetings with him, and then they would be at his place, and then he's like, yeah, I think Nick and I, or Mike and I are going to meet at our place. And I was working late nights, mm-hmm. and so I would get up, and they were having these, like, in-depth talks, and, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. And, you know, so I would chime in here and there. Believe it or not, I like to give my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no shocker there. And it just kept developing and developing and developing, and... Many years later, two years probably, um, I got really involved in the process and mm-hmm. Mike sat both of us down and Nick's like, we're going out to dinner with Mike tonight. Like, I think he's going to ask us to partner with him mm. in this venture. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why would he do that? Who would ask a couple yeah. that's not married, that's broken up twice? And for the record, every breakup was necessary to get to the end, get right? You're at. You learn Absolutely. a lot. You I'm do. grateful for every partner that was in between and all the lessons we learned throughout. Um, why would who, who would do that? That's ballsy. Yeah. Mike would. He's very courageous, very smart, um, great guy. And he knew that it would take all three different aspects mm-hmm. of the industry to really help put together a package, right? Yeah. Nick has the marketing, um, graphic design knowledge, and Mike is more retail mm-hmm. um, operations and business, and then I was the industry focus, and so we call ourselves a three-legged stool. <laughs> um, and it took us a lot of hours, you know, 100-hour weeks of yeah. eat, shit, sleeping and breathing, bitter pops, and believe it or not, three years ago, we just had our three-year anniversary, we opened up, and it was an everyday, all-day thing until we mm-hmm. added our fourth leg of the stool, which was Caroline, Caroline. our assistant manager. Mm-hmm. And, um, sh- you know, up until we hired our first employee, we were there open to close seven days a week. Yeah. And we were living off fumes, and we did it for months. And, I ke- like, looking back now, I'm like, wow, we work a lot of hours now, but we were really killing it then, yeah. and we were still happy. Every day we woke up like, we're doing it. It's happening. The doors are open because... It takes so much planning to get a business open. You have so much more respect for anything in every industry and and what it takes to get a small business going and try to get it to a big business. And kudos to everyone out there that's done it that you just really appreciate. I mean, every decision. Where's an outlet? 
where's your floor? Where's your bathroom? Mm-hmm. What color? You know, how long is it going to be? And Which then, barn to get wood from? And then, oh, <laughs> we overshot your bar by three feet, and now you have no way to get in. And it's like, oh, okay, well, we'll just figure it out. It's like finding the perfection and perfection yeah. and then just realizing what matters and getting the doors open and getting our loyal customer base and all the great people that come in yeah. every single day that keep our business yeah, open. True. And we're just so grateful and honored. And yeah. we, you know, the difference is loving what you do. Mm-hmm. And you share that. You yeah. guys really try. do share that. You guys always share that. Every time I go in to see you guys, sometimes I, I go in to check on you for sure. Obviously, that's part of what I do. But it's more because of that's who I am. But I, it makes it so much more fun to go in there. Yeah. Knowing that I'm just not doing my job. I'm Thank actually you. going to visit. Visiting friends. Friends that are phenomenal. They've been since my first day mm-hmm. in this industry. They have been, you all, I should say, you all have been very supportive of me. I can't, I can't um, express how, how much that means to me, how much it's helped me. Yeah, I didn't know, I mean, I knew a little bit of the background for after doing the profile on you guys a few months back, and I didn't know how serendipitous it was for you three all to fall together, but it makes so much more sense now how, like I said earlier, how cozy that is, how welcoming of an environment it is. As you were talking about the bottle earlier, it's a story to tell, and that's truly a story. Those are the, those are the, my opinion, the businesses that last. Um, that can actually harness that story and put it up the public in a meaningful, thoughtful way and express it such so people want to come in and be a part of it. Yeah. Yep. And that's definitely the community you guys have built there. We try. We try, like I said, to be more of a community center, and our slogan yep. is everyone has a story. And whether that be a customer, a guest, um, I hate calling them customers. Yeah. We like to say guests. Yes. Yes. They're, they're yeah. our people, yeah. our yeah. regulars. It's your people. Um, your neighbors. You know, every brand yeah. Every beer, everything mm-hmm. that's there is there for a reason and has a story. And so you can grab a great beer from anywhere and drink it. When you can put an emotional tie to it and understand the culture and what they're doing and, oh, we donate this to this. And mm-hmm. this beer was conceptualized because we messed up in the brewing process and added the wrong ingredient. It turned out to be our best-selling beer ever. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, loving those stories and being able to convey those to people. That's what matters. That That's, that's what's going to make that customer go back and grab whatever that is again and drink it for the second time. So we got a lot of options out there, a lot of great options. options. Um, It's giving everyone the time that's needed to tell their story. And again, you guys do it. You do right by that because you guys are, you guys are rotating your taps every day, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you look for other ways to make the tap more, um, not appreciated, but, um, I guess looking forward to because now you have a cold brew on tap. Yep. Every once in a while you'll have a cocktail. Chicago send Jay over there to develop, yep. you know, devise some you know, cocktails for you on draft. I've, we've done two projects together now. Shout out to Beguile as well. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a place where you can really experience something old, something new, and and share it. Yeah. You know, because there's always someone in there. Definitely. Yeah. Always, and even other. I've gone in there, and there's vendors. I'll stay. I'll hang out and do work. And there are all the vendors come in, and we share. It's crazy. I've never experienced that. In a it is a pretty cool space. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like where you share one another's stuff. You can go and really buy whatever you want. Yeah. You can go to any corner, and there's yeah. a store that's going to provide you with the purchase of mm-hmm. taking home. It's it's coming into a space where we can provide the ultimate shopping experience and yeah. having the knowledge and telling the story and 
you know, the Costco model that works. People love samples, and you want to try it before okay. you buy it, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. You, you want to test drive that car before you take it home and park yeah. it in your driveway. Yeah, and absolutely. so giving people the ability to constantly, every time they come in, try something new mm-hmm. and branch out. You don't yeah. get pigeonholed into always buying that same style of IPA or that same Pilsner. It's, mm-hmm. oh, wait, there's a different, oh, I've never had that. And then people branch out, and then with that comes knowledge. And then people start learning what they really like and what they don't. And even when they're like, oh, no, I'm I'm sorry, I don't, I don't like IPAs, they're too hoppy. Well, mm-hmm. there's really something out there for everyone, and it's really fun to help find something for someone that they thought they didn't like, and yeah. then they leave Very loving true. it. So, yeah, And that goes with wine and spirits. Um, we sell coffee. We have a great, great coffee selection. Mm-hmm. Um, and cans. Well, that's our colder night to go, but yeah. yeah. And, and like that, we try to take a different approach to everything. Mike down. As Mike a, as down. a knockover microphone. Mike Very down. professional. Yeah, what was Mike's original idea for like starting a craft shop when you know this was he's on the basically the precipice of starting a craft shop and then he's spirit shop. There wasn't there's probably a, a few in Chicago, but not too many, especially making it not hyper localized, but working with local brands too. Well, um, we are ever changing. Yeah. This is we, true. We like to say we opened eighty percent cooked. And we're still not done. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, but you should, yeah, you should we're always constantly be evolving. We've added so many different things. When we opened, yeah. we didn't have wine. Mm-hmm. I have a twenty foot section of wine on the side. Um, or spirits. When we opened spirits, yeah, oh, we didn't have either. Of those. We didn't have coffee. We were a craft beer shop, and um, being able to expand and change and grow with the market and the trends and give people what they want. Hmm. I mean, more often than not ask and you shall receive. If you're looking for something, we're going to do our damnedest to try to get it for you or something that's comparable um, because we care and we yeah. want. We want to be able to be diverse in what we offer and be a community center. Like I said, we we have so many different things happening. This weekend, we have a pop-up with Dogfish Head. Once a quarter, we do a different brewery mm-hmm. and they come in and they completely transform our identity into their own. Um, and right now, it's Dogfish Head. They have a great culture, um, great beer selection, ton of events, um, that we have lined up this weekend kicks off tonight. Uh, record store day. Nice. We're gonna raffle off a record player um, and record live DJ is gonna be there spinning vinyl. Um, yeah, it's just it's different yeah. ways to encapsule that brewery mm-hmm. in a weekend yeah. that people aren't gonna go out to Delaware, you know, that can't get there. <laughs> we bring it to you. So yeah. um, providing the different experiences. Um, we have a tap your system downstairs in the basement. Mm-hmm. That really came out of, and that that was really, that's almost two years old now. Is it? Wow. People didn't even know we had it. We had it because guests would come in when our tasting room was rented because, believe it or not, people love hosting events at the shop in their <laughs> living room. Was, yeah, that was something I wanted. We've had wedding receptions, yeah. baby showers, dog <clears throat> birthdays, you name it, we've had it. And <laughs> guests would come in and be so disappointed, like, oh, that's really cool, there's a wedding reception here, but, man, I really just wanted blah, blah, beer. So we added the tap your system downstairs mm-hmm. because it allows the guests to still drink a beer while you shop. Because why wouldn't you want to drink a beer while you're shopping? Yeah. Yep. We're dog friendly in retail. So you come in with your dog, grab a beer, walk around while you shop. Um, you can do that if the tasting room is closed. So we added that. But it's also an added feature when the tasting room is not closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People love pouring their own beer. Most people suck at it. It's not easy. Everyone <laughs> wants to bartend. There is a rhyme and reason. You know, it's like, it's, but learning, figuring it out. Um, I don't know. It's a fun experience. We have the best, and I will say that, the best 
pick six selection in, in the entire city of Chicago. Okay. It's not where beers go to die. Definitely. We put everything that's new and hot. Yep downstairs so you can try it and mix and match again to help with that customer that comes in and is not really sure they're oh i just moved to chicago i mean this is a very transient city mm-hmm. i just moved here i don't know any of the local breweries well here let's take you downstairs it's all broken down by style yeah. pick a couple and when you come back you're not committed to an entire six pack if you don't think you're gonna like it yeah um yeah. it is something we're super proud of you want a good pick six and build your own six pack we're definitely yeah. the place to come yeah, it's fun. It's 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 always fun to go down there and give it again. And then you has has the, like the the ever more popular you know things down there yeah. as well. All the case, new you know, seasonal releases, yeah, it's, classics. It's, yeah, it's you can't you can't help but leave with something. That's, and you, I think we're spoiled now. You know, you you yeah. don't necessarily always just want a straight six pack of one beer. You nah. drink one, you're like, oh, what am I gonna have next? You like the variety. It's yeah. fun. Um, and that's what lends to with our flights and, and the tasting room because mm-hmm. our beer list changes daily. I mean, you can't make everyone happy all the time. So when they're yeah. like, oh, I was, I just had four pints of this Pilsner and now it's <laughs> gone. Yeah, but now we've tapped this. And they're like, oh. And then it's like, well, let's try to get you to find something else you like. And then when yeah. they do, they're like, oh, I probably would have left without trying that had that keg yeah. not kicked. So right. there's beauty in yeah. everything. The best compliment I can give Bitter Pops is that after I wrote that story, one of my ex-girlfriends reached out and was like, I love Bitter Pops. I go there all the time <laughs> with my husband and little kid and dog. I'm like, all right. And we had like a full on like conversation through Instagram about Bitter Pops. That's it, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm like, so glad we could be there as a buffer for you yeah. in that conversation. But you yeah. don't care because you're getting married exactly. in a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's cool to see how like just it brings people together. It's yeah. definitely an experience too where... Um, we truly say that we want the whole customer experience when you walk in to actually walk you through the whole process of... We're your life guide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> but having a knowledgeable staff, that helps. Having a friendly staff, which really helps because so much of our conversations on this podcast is about how hospitality is lost in sometimes in this yeah. industry. And when you have neighborhood-friendly places where everyone's comfortable to bring you know, their, their families, their dogs, um, bringing guests from out of town that are visiting, too. Their babies. We get lots of babies. A lot of babies, yeah, yeah. We are in Roscoe babies. Village, South Park Corridor, yeah. lots of babies. Yeah. Lot of babies. We're going we're gonna to start a bitter baby line. We got to. We got to have <laughs> yeah. some onesies up like in there. Pacifiers. Yeah, that yeah, or daycare. Something, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Pacifier for sure. Leave kids pacifier. here. We'll put a puppy <laughs> in an espresso shot. There, there you go. go. Yeah, pacifier could be the outside of a can top. There oh. you go. I love it, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> pacifier, man. All the way. That's another, that's another thing I have to commend you guys on. You guys have great fucking merch. Mm. Thank you. Merch yeah. is hot. That Thank is, you. It's real, every single piece of we're merch a brand is house. We yeah. care. Yeah. We care about our brand, it's and so we dope. want. It's still amazes me being out. You know, we went to a beer festival a couple weeks ago and seeing so many people with bitter pops hats on. And Dark oh, Lord wow. Day happened, and people had the bitter pops bags that they were carrying. They're sharing beer, and it's like yeah. it's all over the city, and what it's so exciting that people care enough to cool. represent us. They're. We call them our brand ambassadors. We got a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And they're doing it voluntarily, which is yeah. even better. Yeah, and they look really good while they're doing it. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> should be wearing BP gear. It's a, it's a nice it's a nice logo to have on your back. It's a dope logo. Well, how did you get started in this whole industry? What brought you into it? My brother. Oh, yeah. Really? So um, I graduated from Michigan State, go Smarties, mm. and my mm. brother was a Wolverine, is a Wolverine, and um, he lived in Chicago. Oops. Did you say worse? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh we're just getting worse and worse. Oh. I'm a hot guy. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Naturally. I don't really care. Yeah. I'm the worst. 
when it comes to to sports. Yeah, I don't really care. Are you from Michigan originally? Yeah. Okay. I just you know, I don't really care who wins. You don't give a shit about it. No, but I love the idea of the sporting events, and I played sports my whole entire life. I love the competitive nature of it, but in the end, I I don't know. Is it because I'm a millennial that I'm like, why can't everyone win? Just makes me sad. <laughs> but when I'm competing, I want to fucking beat you. <laughs> I was gonna say, you don't seem like a person a that's yeah. I know. It's like it doesn't get, really make sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like you the don't... playoffs are happening, and these people, like these, especially football, it just kills me. These kids' careers are so short, yeah. and they yeah. kill themselves and destroy their bodies to win, and it matters. And the people, they're not just supporting their own family, but like a whole crew of family, and then they lose, and then they tear their ACL in the final game, and then it's over, and you're like. <laughs> Their career's over, and I'm like, my heart hurts for you. Like, yeah. what? You know, anyways, I know it's my child, if like, and ever, is not playing football. That's soft side. What? All right. Soft Sorry, side. wait, where were we going? Um, you, your brother. So your my brother, brother. Your brother's a Wolverine. He, yours, Barty. He was 20 when I was born. My parents swear it was planned. I'm almost positive so I was an oopsie. Was 20, and you became an oopsie. Yes. Oh, wow. So he, yep. So my uh, time I graduated, you know, when I was, I was a kid, I was growing up. My brother already lived in Chicago. So when I grew up, I wanted to be just like my big brother. Yep. So that was always the life plan. Me when too. I graduate, I'm moving to Chicago. I'm going to live in the city. Because, you know, a lot of us Michiganders like to jump the mm-hmm. pond and live in Chicago. So that was the plan. That's and I did just that. I graduated very quickly from Michigan State, studied abroad, knew I was going to come here, and I did it. Now, by the time I got here, he was already gone. <laughs> um, Where'd he go? He currently lives in Asheville, which is nice. one of the coolest oh, fucking yeah. cities oh, North in the Carolina? country. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. If it wasn't in the South, I'd probably live there. Yeah. And it's uh, also like the only city like that. In that yeah. For a very it's like if you take an so ice cream scooper and go around and like bloop, bloop, been there. pick up all yeah. your favorite things about Chicago and the Midwest and, plop it and then there. drop it in a tiny little ice cream cone yep. in North Carolina, that's where they live. And it's awesome. But if you step out, <laughs> it's scary times. Scary times. So... Um, that's why I will continue to live in Chicago. I love it here. Midwest is best. But he has always been a major craft beer enthusiast mm. before it was cool. And I would visit him before they lived in Asheville, lived in Charlotte. Mm. And I would go visit him. And he's always had craft beer in his fridge. He was always a craft beer case club member. We'd always have random beer in his fridge. And um, there was this really cool bar called Hotel Charlotte. No longer exists. Breaks all of our hearts that it's gone. Um, but I would go there, and they had the Wall of Foam. Wall they had a thousand foam. different beer wow. options there, and they had this little passport book, and yeah. you would come in, and after you got to 100, you'd get your own mug with your name on it, and it would be cat- like list- they would be hung on hooks yep. all throughout the rafters, and they knew when you would come in where it would be. They wow. would go over, dust it off pour whatever beer cool. into it for you, and then you would drink all 1,000 beers, and then you get on the wall of foam. Mug club. Yeah, and it was really, really special, cool place. Walkable from their house down the end of the cul-de-sac. And so we would go, <laughs> and every time I'd come down there, he's like, all right, come on, we gotta, we got to ch- cross off some beers on my list. This yeah. is even before I was of drinking age. <laughs> and we would plop down on the stool, and I would try to pick the most obscure beer in the book because they're like, I'm going to hate it anyway, so I might as well get one that you don't really like off the list. So yeah. um, I would go through, and we would drink them, and then I'm, I actually like this. Yeah. And so that started, like, probably when I was 17 or 18. Wow. And... Um, like you the know, OG of craft beer. Yeah. What was your first my brother. craft beer? Oh, man, I can't remember. 
I really can't remember. Um, I mean, I don't, this, these were all, a lot of them were imports back mm-hmm. then, but gotcha. we were drinking. I mean, I was drinking so many and I always loved the dark beer. So, yep. okay. um, my first, yeah. my first love was Breckenridge vanilla Porter. Oh, okay. Good and choice. I could drink that hot 90 degree day. Yes. Like, I don't care what the weather is. I just, there's something about that beer. So nostalgic for me. Nice. And, um, my new favorite love is City Lights Coconut Porter. Ooh, Same thing. City Lights. Oh, so good. They're located in Milwaukee. Okay. If you guys are familiar, check it out. We Nick and I did a stint where we lived in Hawaii, and I used to love uh, Kona's Kona, Coconut yeah. Porter. Um, and coming back here. It doesn't taste the same. I know yeah. it's because you're not in the it, same place. No, it, <laughs> but it just doesn't taste yeah. the same here as it does in other. Just a little less coconut on it. So no, it Maui just, it or, um, flavors for sure. Or Maui, not Kona, Maui. Maui's Coconut Maui Porter. Coconut. And we, we sell it. When, it. when it came into the market, we were so excited. Because, like, <laughs> this is our baby from, from Hawaii. But City Lights is my favorite. But I don't know. Call me crazy. And I don't know uh-huh. if this is just because my insides are pickled from being in the industry. <laughs> but I really like it all. I, I, I yeah. really do. I will drink anything you put in front of me. This is true. I yeah. even like Malort now. And I'm not on the bandwagon for the sake of being on the bandwagon. Yeah. Like, if I never have to do a shot of Jameson as long as I live again... I'll be happy be because we're in the industry and Jameson was like the go-to it shot of India forever. For everybody. Yep. Ugh, can't do it. So gotcha. I don't know. I, I love, I love it all. I mean, <laughs> do I necessarily wake up in the morning craving a nice little finger scotch? No, oh. I don't crave band-aids oh. when I wake up, but when in Rome <laughs> and we're celebrating and you want to give me a little snifter scotch, I'll put her down. I will. Nice. Um, Not a, that, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Don't doubt that at you all. Know. What do you crave in the morning, Wilson? Bourbon and OJ. <laughs> Straight up, just oh, like that. Not OJ Simpson, orange juice. Orange juice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Bourbon and OJ. Bourbon and OJ. Yeah. Like on Fridays? Well, I mean, truth be told, Fridays. before I go out on the market, I, like, I, I do a quarter ounce of each of my whiskeys. Because okay. every day, obviously, as we know, our palates are different. Yeah. So and I take notes of what each of those whiskeys are tasting like that. Oh, day. wow. So I do 15 minutes, I wait 15 minutes between each one. And then Very I go serious. out in the market. Um, wow. Yeah, and then Fridays. That's why he's the best of what he does. I yeah. literally drink OJ and bourbon in the morning on mm-hmm. Fridays. That's my. Wow. That's how I start. I, Which uh, bourbon do you use? Uh, right now, yeah. um, Old Forester is 100 proof. Well, I can see that. Yeah. yeah there's, some orange, there's a little bit of orange notes in Nothing there. Nothing like starting your morning yeah. off with a little 100 proof bourbon. 100 proof bourbon. With you are some ready OJ. to kick the day yeah. in the ass. Like we say, 100 proof is for Fridays and weekends. So, Boom. yeah. 80s, <laughs> yeah. For, 80s for Tuesdays. 80s for Tuesdays. You increment, you know, your proof in that. But you did, your, your first craft was Rogue, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that I can remember. I mean, at least it's the kind of the intrigue for me. I had a lot of like imports as well from a lot of England, like a lot of yeah. uh, dark ales and some porters and stuff like that. I just thought it was like, I don't, I don't know how it all started. It's probably like, I guess, or like, I guess, Grolsch or something like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Grolsch, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's it's <laughs> like my grandpa always had that at his at his uh, house, and like he always had German beers as well. So he kind of always had good stuff. So he like, started drinking like in 1920 with my grandpa, you know, and so it's kind of like <laughs> carrying hilarious. it on from there. And I'm pretty sure it was like because like Green Street Hooligans, the movie. I'm like, I just want to go to a pub and drink pints <laughs> and beat people up and watch soccer. Um, but yeah. Minus like the beating people up and really watching soccer back then, mostly just playing FIFA on PS2. But um, yeah, a lot of drinking of pints. But it was like, yeah. But then like you kind of feel, I don't know, feel it out a little bit. And Rogue was kind of that first one that attracted me to that. But that was all like the can work and the artwork that kind of brought me into this whole thing anyway. So we're selling a shit ton of bat squatch from them. Bat squatch. (laughs) Pardon me, uh, Drew, one of our 
Magnificent employees. It's his favorite nice. year right now. So he's so he's about, just selling yeah. this shit out of the squatch. Hey, what's he called? The squatch. <laughs> the squatch. Let's get this crazy Mine little was, like bat it's, guy it's on cool, it. Yeah, it's cool looking can. Mickey Finn's Main Street Raz. That huh. was my first craft. Beer. Mickey Finn's what? Mickey Finn's Brewery in Libertyville. Yeah, Libertyville. Oh. I was say which, I their know Main Street Raz. They're not. Are they still open? Yeah. Okay. They are. They now are in their second location. Oh. They outgrew yeah. their first. And mind you, Mickey Finn's was the first bar I underage drank at mm. growing up. And then I fell in love with the place. And then they expanded to become a micro brew, as it was called then. And then they outgrew that space, and they like moved Kitty Corner to the app, yeah, in Libertyville, and they have a, a, a larger space. I don't know if they still make the Main Street Raz, but the head brewer there is Australian. His name is Greg. He's a good mm. friend of mine, uh, and his wife is a phenomenal woman. She just got over it. She just beat breast cancer. Nice. Oh, good for her. Um, shout out to um, Lady Kathy. Um, but yeah, she. It's that's. I don't know. It, I can. I, I think I can go back, and then Miller Lite's my go-to. I'm a dirty beer drinker. Yeah, my dad yeah. only drinks Miller Lite. I drink Miller Lite and, like as a Midwestern dad and should. Seven up. CC and Seven. All right. Oh so when God. I'm with my dad at the cabin, we're drinking Miller Lights and CC and Seven up. Nice. But I did learn of my Miller Lite um, substitute at Bitter Pops. And it's uh, oh, oh hey, he did Mor- see Morley. Morley's in the house. Morley's in the house. Someone might be at the door. Um, Who knows? Now I can't. I can never pronounce it. What's that? Uh, the my Miller Lite craft. My my craft Trimmer beer. Pills? No, we had dovetail. No, it's across the street. <laughs> That's a good uh, guess. Metro. Is it local? No. Is it German? Give me what your visual Schmick, is. What Schmick, is the? Sh- Schmidix? Schnickelfritz. No, <laughs> close. Schmidix. No, that's no, dark. That was, that's <laughs> I was going off that. Yeah. Schmidt. No. Huh. Well. Schmaltz. Schmaltz. Last time I did a tasting, he did a tasting. Oh, uh, Bitter Pops? Yeah. Hmm. Great guy. He lives what do the Northern graphics Park. look like? Shipwreck. Shipwreck. It's got a ship on it. Blue. It's huh. blue and gold. Um, blue and gold. Outline in gold. Really cool guy, too. And his wife... Did the, the, shipwrecked. Did it. It's not a ship. It's not called shipwreck, but it's ship something. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you enjoy oh, that. Shit. I enjoy it. Now so I'm not gonna be able to think about anything else. I know. We'll I know. find I'm it. Sorry. Sorry. But when I go to Better Pops and I post it on your pack, Instagram, Wilson. When I put the six pack together. I gr- always grab two bottles of that. And it's down in my. It was. What style? It's. Uh, Do you think it's a pills? It's a pills. Okay. Definitely a pills. Would you have posted it on your Instagram? No, I would have. Was it Church it. Street? Nope. Oh. Not Church Street. Hmm. Huh. I think I want to say it's a West Coast beer. Or it could be. Or is it an East Coast beer? <laughs> or is it an East Coast 50, beer? 50 chance. I oh can't remember. Oh, my goodness. They're making Sorry, beer just, all over the place. I just fucked both of y'all. I loved it. I know. Yeah, I'm, 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 not even, I'm not even trying anymore. I'm not even putting my efforts into it. The catalog <laughs> in my brain is like flipping yeah, pages. Sure. Like oh, you're going sure, through the yellow sure. pages. Yeah. Flip, 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 I get flip, it. I get yeah, it. How do you guys choose your list of beers? I mean, what, when you... They're very careful. I, mean, you have a, I know I know. You have a giant selection. You have this giant you know, cooler. that It's a whole entire wall when you walk in. You have taps rotating every single day. Everything's fresh. Everything's good. Is that overwhelming uh you know it sounds like it but um no it's not we meet with our incredible vendors and reps on wednesdays okay we sit down with them and they tell us what's new what's coming to the market what was specialty brewed what's available Mm. and we kind of rotate that way we order a case at a time and when it sells it sells nice 
And depending on how well it did or the customer feedback, whether we order it the next week and keep it stocked, our thing is fresh. Mm -hmm. I don't want you know, to have an entire inventory of merchandise sitting on the floor. Yeah. I want you to see pretty much what we have available in the shop. And when it's gone, it's gone. And the beauty in that is you might not always get what you want, but you're going to leave happy because we'll find something else that can substitute for whatever you had in mind. So uh, keeping it fresh. And, you know, there's so much new beer that comes out every single week. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But if you're only ordering a case, once it sells, you know, it's it's a life game of Tetris that we do with our red coolers and... Um, trying to keep up with what's new. And there is only so much space. We try to say yes all the time. Sometimes we have to say no, but that doesn't mean that next week we won't get you merchandise when we can't. So we we do our best to keep the widest variety, the freshest variety, and the best variety. Yeah, I think Mike spoke to me initially about how he was like a frustrated buyer of craft beer too. Oh. Okay, that's twice now. Yeah, you just, what's going on, Morley? He just here. He just, it's just the wind. It's just summertime. Well, coming upstairs. Ah, there we go. Maybe a little bit of that, too. No, but you said he was like a frustrated buyer where he's just overwhelmed by selection. So I guess having you know, places that can like procure that selection but actually talk about it and yeah. be a real human being to you and actually drive hospitality in that sense, it's, always, it's a nice little thing to well, have there. our goal is to be the opposite of the beer nerd. Mm-hmm. And not to use it in a derogatory no. way, but... Uh, you know, you've all walked into a wine store yeah. and it's like, yeah. oh, I'm so bougie and I'm so cool. <laughs> That's how Wilson and then is. you're like, you're a little intimidated. Yeah. Even I do is when I walk in and you're like, I don't really know. I'm going to pick by how cool the label is and where the grape comes from and, you know, whatever. You, you're limited by what you know. And even as much as I know, and it's to be determined of how much I know, um, in this market of our local selection, Pull me out, plot me into Southern California, and see I, you know, see what I know then. And I would be just like the consumer here. And so put mm. yourself in someone else's shoes and see how you would be treated. And our goal is to make everyone feel welcome. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you know. As long as you know kind of the style of what you like, our goal is to help guide you find what you want to drink tonight when you're sitting on your porch, yeah. watching the sun go down, listening to some tunes, watching and hanging sun. out. There it's supposed go. to be fun. Yeah. The whole beer industry... In, Spirits and why it should be fun. It shouldn't be so goddamn serious yeah. all the time. And <laughs> I don't want anyone to ever come in and, and feel overwhelmed and then not leave feeling happy, you yeah. know, and feel like, okay, yeah, I got a couple of options. This is great. And I'm going to come back and find something else. Definitely. No, I, mean, I know what you mean. Like, I was at a master class night, last night for our company as the brown line just very loud today it's not even that close to us but all right um but uh and we had about 40 guests on hand and we had a really popular um whiskey bar in new york and it's one of those places that you could think it's a little snobby before you walk in and feel intimidated places things like that so uh, me and my coworkers, we just kind of walked by and you know started talking to customers and not approaching them being like we work for the brand but just talking about it Metro, very loud today. Very loud. We usually get like one Metro train at most, but there we go. It's Friday, it's summer. Scrimshaw. Oh, Scrimshaw. Have you been over there working away with your thumbs, trying to desperately figure out what it was? I know I will remember it because I I never never even heard of that brewery. Where are they at? Oh, it's called, that's the name of the. uh, Yeah, Scrimshaw. Scrimshaw is the name of the beer. It's East Coast. It's an East Coast brewery. Wait, yeah, North Coast. Yeah, North Coast Scrimshaw. Yeah. Yeah. North Coast, okay. Very good. 
I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you're that it's dilemma's good. now over. I found my Miller Lite equivalent. That's good. There yes, you go. It's very crisp. Okay, Wait, where were you? I don't know. Well, I was gonna. I had another question to ask you though about. It was about the bouginess that yeah. you find oh, in a lot yeah, of other yeah. establishments. Yeah, I mean, just like you know, like we we tend to dress like in blazers and jeans, you know, whatever. Not like anything too snobby as uh, you know for events and stuff like that. But like just talking to people, like human beings, and talking fun about whiskey. It's like we had three different cocktails plus um, an ounce pour of just tasting the Nova, mm-hmm. and it's like just talk about what's fun about. It. What do you like yeah. about? It? We don't have to talk about whiskey either too. It's like oh, we brought you to this event because we're working with Flaviar, and like are you a member of Flaviar? Like did you just hear about? randomly through the bar do you live in the neighborhood and people were coming like all from like Connecticut and um, all the way around outside of New York too for the event and just like make them make feel welcome yeah be a human being why would it. you not want to do that that's yeah. what I don't get yeah, I don't why do you you do all this work you do all spend all this time and energy investing and in getting people to come through your front door yep. and you get them there yeah why wouldn't you do everything you can to make them have the best fucking experience ever and when they leave <laughs> with a smile on their face saying like wow yeah. that place is great I don't mm-hmm. understand the mentality of Treating you like crap yep. so you think I'm cooler. Yeah. Because no one thinks you're that cool. No. I walked into an event no. last week in to, the, to a bar. Was it a bar? I think, yeah, it was at a bar. And they, I'm like, I'm here for the event for my company. And they're, like, questioning me, like, making me feel like I don't, I'm not welcome. Like, I'm, our company, like, literally rented out this space. Like, we're, I'm here. We paid f- you money. I'm here for this. <laughs> and you're like, oh, which one is that? And trying to act, like, all, like, snooty about it. And you're like. Um, either no one told you, but you're just not being welcoming at all. And then it's like, and then someone from the outside like heard me talking and inside the bar, and they're like coming like, "Oh, hey, Jake!" And then I'm like, "Yeah, like maybe your staff should be welcoming like this too." Yeah. Yeah, it's like not just like off-putting to the person that's actually renting out your space to come here and give you lots of money to do work I feel together. Like it's so prevalent, though. It is. I, I, it can why be. would you it ever? Is. No matter what the situation, why wouldn't you ever? Why do you want to make anyone ever feel not welcome? Yeah, yeah. I even see like bigger retail chains doing better jobs at it these days. Kind of just being more personable, having more people walking around in the aisles, maybe which smile is great. a little more. Yeah, that could be helpful. Or maybe not work retail. Yeah, it's uh-huh. not for everyone. It's not for everybody. It's true. I mean, but if you love beer, I mean that's probably people. your only. option Yeah, but you could to, love beer and live in your parents' basement you and not pay rent and <laughs> have an entire case of Bourbon County, but not have money to pay. Rent underneath your bed. So, like, I don't know. Do you know somebody like this? <laughs> Maybe. But you could still be nice. Even if that's your that's prerogative, yeah. you could still be nice. Like, everyone should just be a yeah. little nicer. That's our new goal of this damn podcast. Make everybody a little bit nicer. Just yeah. kill with kindness, man. Yeah. Kill Definitely. With kindness. I just, I don't understand it either. I mean, I know that with spirits, you know, mm. it's, I think it's still along the lines of that. If anything, there's the same parody there with, um, with wine and, and beer. You're going to get those whiskey geeks, beer geeks, home brewers, you know, wannabe distillers, you know, think that fucking whiskey still only made in Kentucky kind of dudes, you know. What up, and, Grandpa? You know, <laughs> it's just, you know, just you have fun with it, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we just sat with a master distiller and I described, <sighs> I described, I described his scotch to his face using food. Yes, Ew. using snacks. 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 I love snacks. And he loved it. I mean, like he loved that. He was like, "What are you feeling from it?" Like, and just the most welcoming. I just put him there. I took yeah. him snacks. Yeah, definitely. It was great. It's- and then we had such a good time with him. I think yep. it was different for him in that sense. But I think that's, that's the thing. We can really change the maybe. game. Yeah, it yeah. might have been. I don't know. I mean, he's doing a lot of press events that day and that week, and maybe sure, so. Sure. Yeah. Even when you're tired. 
Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Who, Who cares? cares how much you've done that week? We're all tired. We all work yeah. our asses yeah. off. What does that have to do with anything? We, we work here too, buddy. If you take anything <laughs> from having to it, listen yeah. to my raspy Miley Cyrus, Cyrus voice. Oh. I kind of do Miley Cyrus oh. voice. Uh, I know. I oh, use, you just, my parents still make me record their you just, voicemail. You just killed it Answering machine Why? voice. She seems um, like a nice girl. Miley? No, she's great, but yeah. I don't know. You know everyone. No one ever likes the sound of their voice that's recorded. So I like Megan a lot more than I like Miley. I just smoked a pack of cigarettes before I walked in. I don't smoke. It's disgusting. Don't do that. But that's what it kind of sounds like. Honestly, this is... I love Megan so much, and I love everyone (laughs) over there. Megan, to me, is the fifth golden girl. Oh. Is there four of them? That is the best compliment I've ever received in my entire life. I love that. Megan is my fifth golden girl. Can my character be... The person that's always preaching happiness and kindness, even though she's the one that's always yelling at everyone yes. and crabby. Absolutely. That's right? part of the show, I Absolutely. think. Yeah. All right. That's Absolutely. my purpose. Here. I mean, you heard she has an angel, scenes. the angel, yeah. a golden girl that yeah. um, just wants be, everyone to be, be a little better. What would be your golden girl name? Would, it just, would you stick to Megan? I think you could stick to Megan. It would Mag. work. No, I don't know. Mag. Maybe just Meg. Meg. What up, Meg? Meg. I can do that. Yeah, I love it. I'll tell you, Megan is my fifth golden girl. Oh. I didn't know there was four. I thought there was only three. Like, my cheeks are red and glowing right now. There's four of them. There we go. I had a golden girl bomber jacket on last time I saw you. Is that why? (laughs) No, actually, did you really? I had it on for the Beguile uh, cocktail and Union Horse, and it was my floral bomber jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And every time I wear it, people are like, I love that jacket. I'm like, this is when I want to channel my inner golden girl. Nice. I remember that I thought you said something like golden girl. Yeah, I was like, this is golden girl on it. It's like a beautiful floral bomber. It's like Versace, Versace, Versace. But it's not. It's straight up. TJ Maxx, I'm a fascinating yeah. But people that. love that. And it was it looked good. Thanks. Yeah, I would say channel my inner golden girl. Why not? She's it's the, the original girl, sex in the city. That's what Golden Girls I agree. was. That's a good point. It's it really a very was. Very good point. Huh. Power females all hanging out together, telling mm-hmm. their life stories, fighting, arguing, eating, drinking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cheesecake. I heard like some argument the other day. It was a feminist argument that gold that sex in the city was bad for women. I don't I don't agree with that at all. I was like why? Yeah, I can't speak. I've never watched. Episode, I've seen them so all. I, I can't speak on. You it. know what? Each character pulled a different character trait that you could, each woman can find within themselves, right? Like, cool. Okay. Every woman has a warrior inside of them, whether yeah. they're outspoken or quiet, or you know, an introvert or extrovert. Each of those characters was a little tiny piece that mm. you could put inside a single woman's personality, mm-hmm. and so you could identify. With so many of them, and I think that's kind of what Golden Girls was back in the day. And I don't know, you at the end of the day, it's a television show, and how yeah. much does it matter? But I think people enjoyed those shows, and it was fun. And oh, yeah, how many more shows can we have about men being sluts and it being cool? Why can't women yeah. be sluts and it be cool? I, I mean, think the closest I mean, Entourage thing... was the portrait in my life, so <laughs> Entourage was, fine. yeah, See, that's yeah. A... Uh, yes, it was. Yes, exactly, it was. Yes. A woman could have sex a hundred times in a year mm-hmm. and have one baby. Yeah. A man could have sex a hundred times in a year and have a hundred babies. So let's just do basic math here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at math. <laughs> it's okay. It's hundred babies. Just so you know, it's just uh, hundred babies. What were you gonna say? Sorry, I won't get. It. I, I won't honestly, dive too I, I, we can go. We can go into it. We, we can get. We can well, get real just, deep. It was. Golden Girls was what I thought. This is how I Golden Girls was to me. It was more I, my godmother, strict, mm. very conservative, very Catholic. 
a very big part of my life. Obviously, she's my godmother. Um, and she had, uh, f- I want to say, four sisters, three or four sisters, each of them Catholic, conservative, but they all had their their funny side. They were, you know, and every time I would watch Golden Girls, I would think of my godmother. I was like, Aww. my godmother would be just like her. Which one? If she would loosen up a bit. She was like, um, uh, like Dorothy. Okay. She's a tall one? Yeah. Okay. She was just like Dorothy, because my godmother was kind of tall, you know, 5'8", maybe 5'9". Oh, okay. Maybe. Um, and very, just beautiful, very pretty, and um, very elegant. And then, you know, Dorothy has those characters like... She was a teacher. She was this and that. Mm-hmm. And my godmother. Structure. Yeah. So my godmother was like that. So I would see that. I was like, if they, I mean, if they loosened up a bit, they could be like the Spanish version, telenovela. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nos- yeah. Of the version. So I'd always picture them that way. Welcome to Golden <clears throat> Girl and we would, Talk. And her sisters all lived in, well, her roommate, her sister Gigi, who was probably the only Puerto Rican Jew I know. Wow. Because she hung around with a lot of Jewish women down, down in Miami because she mm. lived in Miami. And she managed this like like this studio, this uh, three story uh, apartment building. There was nothing but studios. They're called yeah. efficiencies down there. She would totally be a golden girl. You know, I just it was just so cool. And then as I got older and I rewatched them, you know, it's it's funny, but it takes it takes you back. Mm-hmm. You know, it does take you back. But I don't think I think the closest thing for a male version of that was probably Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie. <laughs> My ultimate goal is to be my own golden girl, and my sisters and I all decided that when we're old and retired, that we're just going to live together. Because yeah. we always outlive you See fuckers you, anyways. Yeah. So yeah, we're like, what is their end plan? Well, the three of us will live in the house together, yeah. whichever own wings. We'll fight every day. We'll drink every night. Yeah. We'll be hungover when we wake up. Have mm. cheesecake. Make pancakes, eat yeah. cheesecake, you know. Sounds like a good life to me. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love the idea. <laughs> well, guys, we have to actually get out of here in like five minutes because dad's okay. opening up at three o'clock up here in uh, Beguile Recording International Studios or whatever we're calling it these days. Um, Megan, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. Bearing through the uh, technical difficulties of no my worries. computer. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We went on some crazy tangents today. That's okay. We usually, no, we usually do. So, okay. yeah, it's uh, this nothing. This is the norm. Yeah. This is the very norm. It's, uh, it just kind of goes that way sometimes. Is there anything you want to promote for the store? Yeah. Um, just how awesome Beguile and Union Hearse are. If you want to have a little collaboration with the two, come on over and get the bourbon, citrus, ginger, delicious cocktail on draft. Boom, 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 boom. Just yeah. check out our website. There's something going Follow on the Instagram. every single week. Oh, yeah. Follow the Instagram, yeah. the Twatter, just add better Facebook, pops, right? all the things. <laughs> um, our crew's really good about yeah. all their social media activity. Definitely. Um, but yeah, there's always really great, fun things for you to do to get involved. Yeah. And true. go and say hi. Yeah. That's the biggest Come and thing. Say yeah. Hi. I'm there have, every day. Have a beer and then buy a six pack to go. Yeah. What a wonderful Absolutely. thing. What, how Absolutely. beautiful is life these days? <laughs> it's so great to have that. Thank it's you guys so for having me. This yeah, was no awesome. problem. Wilson, anything you want to throw up there on the. Yeah, t- I'm just happy this happened. So. Me too. <laughs> Thank you, Morley, for joining us. Yeah. 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 Show. We're unparalleled, the most in depth con- yeah. um, you know, Best dog ever. Talking. Next, right. next, time we'll, next time we'll have to come record uh, Abbott or Pops. Yeah, why don't you do that? And do we that. can do that. Yeah, we can. You it's won't a, it's have a, the it's glorious sound of the metro chiming in every uh, now and then. That's all right. We have a mobile studio, if you will. So, yeah. Um, anyway, awesome. Thank you for joining Thank us. You. Thank you for the life advice and the marriage advice. Sorry. No, that Practice was... Practice where you preach, especially when you're doing a lot of preaching. Boom. I love that. We're at Key in the Lake, keyandlake.com, and Key in the Lake on Instagram, where you can follow us, listen to everything, um, check out pictures, check out stories, all that good stuff. Until next time, guys, cheers and take care. Cheers. Cheers.